comparing Carlos Correa and Xander Bogarts and their fits with the Twins, the pros, the cons, the likelihood, everything. It's all coming up on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Monday, November 21st, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every single day on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Again, this is Nash Walker, three seasons hosting a daily podcast on the Minnesota Twins, four seasons writing about the Twins at twinsdaily.com. Let's talk shortstop. We know the Twins are in on the shortstop market. Elise reports that they're in on the top of the shortstop market. That's not just Carlos Correa. There is seems to be interest in, in Xander Bogarts as well as a potential plan B, maybe even Dansby Swanson, probably not Trey Turner. But today I want to look at the two more likely shortstops. It's unlikely. We know that they'll sign any of those top four. But if they were to do it, I would put, I would put money. If you said, hey, Nash, they're going to sign one of the top four, I would put really good money that it'll be one of these two. Dansby's possible. Trey, I just don't. I don't think it's happening. He he wants to be out east. I just I just don't see it. Dansby, it's possible, but to me, like I think he's gonna he's gonna either go back to Atlanta or he's not gonna be in Minnesota. Like he's he's a country boy. He's from Atlanta. He's from Georgia. I I don't think he's coming up to play for the Twins. I I something about the, that situation, like the the wording around it, and what we've heard to this point. I don't know. I just, I don't think that's happening. I think it's going to be, if it happens, if by the off chance the Twins do all out and spend a bunch of money on a shortstop, it's going to be on Carlos Correa or Xander Bogarts. I want to look at these two and and compare them today. And this is not just from a Twin-centric point of view. This is overall free agent landscape. And this is also a little bit of an intro to what we do in the offseason on Lockdown Twins. We analyze the best fits for the twins. We compare those players. We look at costs. We look at what it would, you know, the opportunity cost. We look at what the twins could possibly offer that a player may, may take or what they wouldn't take pros, cons, everything. And I want to do that today. And let's start with Carlos Correa and the pluses on Correa. We saw them as a twin, certainly this year, he's a platinum glove winner. You saw him make some exceptional plays at short. His defensive metrics were down in 2022, which is odd and, and maybe will give teams some hesitation, but he's a guy who saved the most runs at short over the last handful of years. He won the platinum glove in 2021. That's the best defender at any position in the American league. It was Carlos Correa at shortstop. And that was, you know, 2021, two seasons ago, he's 28 years old. He's in the middle of his prime. It's so valuable. He's in the middle of his prime. Very seldomly do free agents at 28 years old go on the market like Carlos Correa. Very seldom. The reason is he was a phenom prospect, you know, the number one pick, and he debuted early, so he's now a free agent again. He was a free agent last year at 27. Now he's 28. He already fits in with the Twins. We saw the fit this year. He's FaceTiming Twins players at the uniform reveal. He's very close with Jose Miranda and Byron Buxton and Jorge Polanco and everybody. Like, he fit in great with this team, and I've said it so many times. I've tweeted it. I've said it on this show. I think that the fit was seamless. And when you compare it to 
Josh Donaldson's fit, which I was fully on board of signing Josh Donaldson. I thought that was a, a great move at the time. We had like Josh Donaldson watch that offseason. But the fit on the team was night and day. Like it just felt like Donaldson was never a twin. <clears throat> Excuse me. And for this year, it felt like Carlos Correa was a twin. It felt like he was he embodied the team. He embodied the group. And he, he just fit wonderfully, I thought, with a, a Latin infield too. Like he has that Puerto Rico connection with Miranda, who was a rookie last year, and he's kind of mentoring him, and he's going to help him with his defense this offseason. He fits. Clearly, he's FaceTiming these guys at Mall of America. He fits. The thing with Correa, when you compare it to Bogarts, and even if you compare it to Trey Turner and Dansby Swanson, he is the best shortstop in the class. Some prefer Trey Turner. Is because he's the best, I think, all-around impact player, at least when you're comparing him to Bogarts. He has the the reputation with the platinum glove defensively, and he can hit. Last year, led uh, shortstops in, in OPS+, plus, and it was one of his best offensive seasons of his career. He can hit. He plays elite defense. I think he's the best all-around impact player, and you add in the leadership aspect and, and those things I was you know, hinting at with the players, with the guys on the team, with the leader, with the front office, with the dugout, with the clubhouse, the leadership ability of Carlos Correa is there as well. And for the Twins specifically, one of the big pluses with with signing Carlos Correa is you're getting your shortstop back, and he's an all around you know great player. And you're locking him up. He like if he makes it to the Hall of Fame, he might have a Twins logo on his cap. But a, another thing for me, and if I was like this ownership group, and maybe they don't care, if I was the front office, I was the ownership group, I would want to break down and explode the long-standing custom that we don't spend money like this. We don't hand out 250, 260, $300 million contracts. We don't do that. With Carlos Correa, you sign Carlos Correa, it's going to be for that amount. You can bust down that wall and you can say, we did it. You know, and that's in consecutive off-seasons. With Donaldson, $92 million at the time, huge commitment. Getting Correa in the first place, they never, they never in the, the team's history They've never shopped at the top of the market, and they secured Correa on a unique contract. But this time around, this would be without a doubt. And like you can obviously with Bogarts too, if they were to sign any of them, it would be. But it would be the biggest move in team history, like the largest commitment, the biggest move by far, the largest free agent signing by far, the largest contract they've ever handed out by probably at least a hundred million over Joe Maurer's one hundred eighty-four million dollar guarantee. Probably a hundred million more. In guaranteed money, you'd be handing out to Carlos Correa. What a move. Like, what a franchise, potentially franchise-altering move it would be to sign Carlos Correa. Like, just the the impact of that, I think, would be substantial for the Twins and just their view. And I think that matters. Like, to me, it matters as a fan. You know, I want them to be viewed. I want them to play in the top of the market. Of course. Of course you want that every offseason. They're able to secure Carlos Correa. We got him. You know, we got our guy. We brought him in for a year. Everybody's saying he'll be gone after a year. No, like we secured him and we we paid him for the first time in, in this franchise's history. We went out and got the best free agent, if not, you know, he's probably top three on the market, but one of the best shortstops in the game. And he was a free agent and we secured him. Like that would be the most impactful acquisition in team history. Of course, Jack Morris winning the World Series on a one-year deal in 1991. The, the length and the the impact of player and how they're viewed. He's a superstar level player. 
that there's there's nothing that matches that even close to this team in free agency or via trade in the history of the franchise. That would be huge. Negatives on Correa, Xander Bogarts, and how he compares after this word from Bet Online. Bet Online is the best place to go play not just football this season, but you have info, stats, analysis. You can find that all at betonline.net. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you've already listened to Lockdown Twins, Lockdown MLB, Lockdown Today. You can find those podcasts at BetOnline as well. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline is where the game starts. Again, BetOnline, it's the best place to go play, yes, to place bets, but there's info, stats, news, analysis, even podcasts over there. You can use your phone. You can use your desktop. Whichever you prefer, all of the platforms are great to great to use so head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more bet online is where the game starts thanks again for making lockdown twins your first listen today for your second listen today check out the lockdown sports today podcast from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only lockdown can provide lockdown sports today available on this app youtube and wherever you get your podcast Correa, the negatives, the price tag. <laughs> He's going to get paid the most out of the four. I think it's almost a certainty. Maybe Trey Turner garners more. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Correa, and I think that is the main deterrent for any team is he's going to cost a boatload, and he has an injury history. Like there's substantial risk, especially for a team like the Twins, mid-level market, mid-level payroll. I'd love for them to bump that up and be like a top ten to twelve payroll. They're more top 15, top 17 for the twins to add Correa on the books at 30 or 35 million a year for eight to 10 years. There is massive risk in that, especially on the back end, that it's just going to, it could potentially really hurt you later on. And he has injury history. And every single season, if this team is going to keep payrolls and the, the 15 to 17 range, even with Correa, because they can sign Correa and still be in that range. I worry that if he gets hurt for a, a period of the season or a large portion of the season or misses you know, a bunch of time, they're not going to have enough around him to win. And because he, he would be making so much of a percentage of that payroll, there is concern you're putting too many eggs in one basket. That's, that would be a negative on Correa. And that leads me into this one too. The team needs more than just an elite shortstop. And my fear, and maybe this is like I'm worried about the wrong things, but if they were to sign Correa – my fear is that they would be, they would they would say, "Well, we got him. We're good. Like, let's go get a backup catcher, and we're gonna go play ball." And my point is, look what just happened. Like, you can have an elite shortstop. You can have an elite center fielder when he plays defensively and with his power, and you can still win seventy eight games. Like, you need a lot more than that. And I think that's a valid point when you're looking at Correa and and you know clamoring for Correa. They won 78 games with Correa, and they had a ton of injuries and the second most warp lost to injuries in 2022. But, I mean, if how much of that do you want to use in as, as an excuse? Like, how many wins did that cost them? We'll never know. They need more than just an elite shortstop. They need a frontline starter. And Correa would fill that hole as a big right-handed bat. That's my actually my second biggest need of the offseason. They need some more bullpen arms. And most importantly, they need guys to stay healthy. And signing Correa 
not only doesn't do anything for guys staying healthy, but you're adding someone with with an injury history as well on top of it to a roster with a lot of question marks in the injury department. doesn't guarantee you anything to sign Carlos Correa. Look at the first couple of years of Bryce Harper, even the first couple of years of Manny Machado. It doesn't guarantee you anything as a team to go out and sign an elite player. You need a lot more than that. The Angels have two of the three best players in, in the world, and they are never good. You need more. It's 1 through 26. It's 1 through 40. Bringing Carlos Correa back, it's bringing him back. So it's not, he's not really an addition. That doesn't guarantee you anything. you got to go out and, and really invest around him, and I fear that they wouldn't do that. I fear that it would be Correa, a couple of low-level signings, let's go play, and I, I think that would be great to get him, period. But how much does it really matter if you're not going to supplement around him, right? And that's that's another thing. Uh, this one, to me, is less of a concern, but I could see it. Blocks Royce Lewis, Brooks Lee, basically for good at shortstop. And we'll get to this with Bogarts. But I think for Correa, he should stick at the position for the next at least five years, I would think, into his early 30s. Maybe in year six, he has to move over to third base, move to second base, move somewhere else. Essentially, you are committing to him as your shortstop in the long term. It's different for Bogarts. So that has a ripple effect on the rest of the roster. Royce Lewis, your time as a starting shortstop in this organization are, are over on paper. You're probably going to play third. You're probably going to play some center. You know, you're going to bounce around. Same for Brooks Lee. And we know there's just less value doing that. If you're not, if you're an everyday shortstop and you're a good everyday shortstop, it's extremely valuable. That's why Carlos Correa is going to get paid a, an absurd amount of money. For Royce Lewis and Brooks Lee, the Twins are still hoping there's a future for them defensively at short. And if you were to sign Carlos Correa for 10 years, that future at short is murky at best. It's it's on paper. It's it's done. It's done with Correa. It's not done with Bogarts. We'll get to that. But it's done with Correa. To me, that's less of a problem. You never have too many good players. To me, whatever. Like Royce playing third, Royce playing center. And, and honestly, I need this. I would like the certainty at short. I don't want this revolving door every single year. You need guys to stay healthy. And there's already questions about Lewis and Lee defensively as everyday shortstops in the big leagues. There are not those questions for platinum glove winner Carlos Correa. Xander Bogarts, his fit with the Twins. Where does he win out over Correa? And where does he leave some to be desired after this word from Simply Safe? If you've thought about securing your home with home security, but you've been putting it off, You'll want to listen up. Right now, Lockdown Twins listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year. You won't want to miss it in an emergency. 24 7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe to capture critical evidence and verify the threat is real so you can get priority police response. Don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system we recommend at Locked On. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash MLB today. This is their biggest discount of the year, so do not wait. There is no safe like Simply Safe. That's simplysafe.com slash MLB. Again, there's no safe like Simply Safe. Xander Bogarts, where does he fit in all of this? If we're the, the Twins were to were to pivot, and we've heard, you know, Darren Wolfson reporting as well, potentially Bogarts could be a Plan B. And I wrote an entire article about Xander Bogarts and how I like that fit for the Twins as well. They need a shortstop. They need a good shortstop, and Xander Bogarts is one. Pluses on Bogarts. He's a big time right handed bat. Anytime we talk about prospects in the system, position players, what do we do on the hitting side? Do you hit for average? Do you hit for power? 
Do you get on base? Do you strike out a lot? Do you walk a lot? Bogarts hits for average in his career is hit for power. Doesn't really strike out much. He'll draw walks. He gets on base. He he does everything as a hitter. He's an all-around very good hitter. Not to say Correa isn't. That's what Bogarts is known for. He's a big-time right-handed bat. He's a fun, fun player to watch at the plate. He's durable. He, he's, he's durable. Like, so many games for Boston. Every year he posts up. You know, he got hurt a little bit last year, got dinged, but he posts up every single year. Like, you look at his games played log for Xander Bogarts, it's special. It, it differentiates him. 150 this year, 144 last year. In the COVID season, he played 56 out of 60. In 2019, he played 155, 136 in 2018, 148 in 2017, 157, 100. You get it. Played a lot of games. He's durable, which is that's really valuable for this Twins team. They need somebody who they feel like can post up 130, 140, 150 times a year because they've had trouble with that, with their everyday players. Lower price tag, lower number of years. I don't think there's any question. John Becker has a great little log and and uh, tool that he uses to take all of the estimates for contracts and like create a median, and his is part of that too. Carlos Correa's median contracts, based on every projection he's used, like Jim Bowden and and Fangraphs and himself, nine for two seventy. So that's thirty million a year times nine years. Xander Bogart seven for one eighty. That's twenty six million a year. Maybe not a huge difference. Maybe not a big enough difference in your eyes to matter, but that is $90 million less, $180 million. Wouldn't even be the biggest contract in Twins history. It would definitely be the biggest free agent contract they've ever handed out, but Maurer would still pace, you know, seven for 180. That's $26 million a year. I, they're, they're, you feel less hamstrung by a contract like that, but he's 30, and that's where the extra two years come for Correa. So it's you're taking him through the same, the same age range there. Less years, less money on Xander Bogarts, therefore the Twins theoretically would be more involved on a player like him a plus I have for Bogarts is that he can move off shortstop if you if need be I think Bogarts unlike Correa is not going to be a shortstop in a couple years and that could be viewed as a negative too but maybe not if you have Royce Lewis and Brooks Lee and they emerge it's much easier to move Bogarts off short than it is Correa because Correa his track record his reputation his trophy case shows that he's an all-world defender and he's two years younger Bogart's in his career, not the same defensively. Correa is going to be harder to move off short, and I think he's going to be good, a good shortstop for longer than Xander Bogart's. So you can move Bogart's off short for another free agent or for Royce Lewis or for Brooks Lee. It'd be for the latter, those two, uh, you know, probably. But either way, like if you were to sign another another shortstop, look at the range. Send me over to second. They signed Semien and Seeger up the middle. So he can move off shortstop and then – I would argue that signing Xander Bogarts leaves you more room for other investments. It's 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 less on the books, not a crazy amount less, you know, in terms of years, but ninety million dollars less guaranteed. That's over over seven or nine years, not not a wild amount, but it's less. It's less, and I think there's value in that. The negatives just go the extra mile for Correa, right? <laughs> like, what if you're gonna shop? Like, if you're gonna shop up here. If you're going to go and you're going to go shop for a shortstop, just pay the extra and and, and get Carlos Correa. That's that's a, a, my biggest no on Bogarts. Amazing player. I'd love to have Xander Bogarts on the Twins, but if you're going to if you're going to do if you're going to do that, just pony up for Correa. You know, go up give the extra 90 million. It's not my money, but I just at that point like we're already here. 
when in Rome, let's just go play. Let's go do it with Correa. That's my biggest thing about Bogarts. Why not just get Correa? He's not, he has not been good defensively before 2022. He had a nice defensive season in 2022, bounced back, made some adjustments, kind of adjusted his, Mike Petriello wrote about this, his positioning changed. So it wasn't just this, this red herring crazy season where he magically was good in the metrics. Like he made changes and I think you can expect him to be at least a league average shortstop for the next three years, the next three seasons, league average right around league average as a shortstop defensively, but he he wasn't good defensively before 2022. Bogarts has no connection to the Twins. Zero. Correa's got a connection. He just played for them for a full season. Bogarts going from Boston, and they want to retain him, to Minnesota, that would be a shocker, almost as big of a shocker as Correa. The likelihood of that seems much lower to me. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a percentage point, but it seems a lot lower to me. The power decline. Bogarts last year... Lost a little bit of his pop. Like, it just wasn't the same. He wasn't the same threat as he's been in years past. And I would I would guess that that's because of those nagging injuries and he's going to be fine in 2023. But you're also losing the green monster, which Bogart's just peppered and also hit homers over all the time. You're losing Fenway. Target Field's a right-handed hitter's park, for sure. And I always, like, love when they bring in right-handed bats, Cruz, Donaldson, Correa, Bogart's, whoever it might be because he can hit a lot of homers at target field as a right-handed hitter. Left-handed is a little bit different, but Bogarts just hasn't shown the same power as he did before 2022 in 2022. He just did all the numbers were, were down on the power on the power side. I would actually say Correa costs more. He has the injury history, but I would, I'm going to say my hot take of this episode is that Bogarts is the more likely candidate to blow up for a contract to go very poorly. And it's for these reasons, the age, I know it's only two years, but Correa being 28 is, is his biggest plus outside of being a great player, being 28 and not into that 30 that, you know, your early thirties age matters. The defense definitely matters. I could, I could see, you know, Xander Bogarts in his first couple of years plays a really good shortstop for the twins, or at least a league average shortstop hits well. And then they say, okay, you know, he's not, He's, he's declining defensively. Let's move him over and have Royce Lewis play short, or we're going to go out and get a defensive first shortstop, and Bogarts is going to move to third. Well, you just lost a ton of, of his upside. You just lost because shortstop is – because these are shortstops, that's why they're getting paid so much, because they are elite hitting shortstops, Bogarts and Correa, for the position. It's very hard to find an all-around great shortstop. It's on the defensive spectrum near the top, if not at the top. For Bogarts, as soon as he moves over, he's going to have to hit a lot to be a $26 million player into his mid to late 30s you're signing him for. changes the It changes the calculus. For Correa, because I think he's going to stick at short for longer, and he should hit, there's less risk in that, even though it's more years. Because as I said, it's the same same age that the, the contract is ending. Correa is just two years younger, so he's going to get those extra two years, most likely, on Bogarts, if not more. I, I think there's more blow-up potential on Xander Bogarts. I just I view a potential outcome where he moves over, you lose that upside, the power starts to decline, he's not great defensively, he's playing down the defensive spectrum, you're paying him $26 million a year, you're on the hook for three more years, and you're sitting there thinking, we got this 34-year-old, you know, he was great in his first couple of years for us, but now we're stuck with this. With Correa, still possible, but I view it as more getting more value out of the first 
five years than the first three years of Bogarts because he's going to stay at short, in my opinion. I think he's going to stay there for a while, which the value is is completely different. Shortstop, third base, much, much different. Like, think of Jose Miranda trying to play short. It's just, he couldn't, and a lot of guys can't, and that's how I view it for uh, for Bogarts. Let me know what you think about the pros and cons of each of these guys. If you're the twins, who are you, who are you pushing for? Pushing for both, but who would you be pushing for? To me, I would go that extra mile for Carlos Correa. You got that history. He's the better all-around player, but I love I've always loved Xander Bogarts as a as a player. I've always loved him, and I would never complain if the twins signed Xander Bogarts. Let me know what you think. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Twins your first listen today on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. And I'll make your second listen, the Lockdown Sports Today podcast from the biggest game, storylines, everything that matters. It's Locked On Sports. Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. And as always, go Twins.